You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato, here with Red Knight Property. And today we have a special guest, actually a New Jersey native like myself, uh, Vlad. You're going to have to help me with your last name, Vlad. Arakchev. Arakchev. I got to say that three times to get it right. Uh, but oh, yeah. Vlad Arakchev uh, joins us today uh, from New Jersey. He's a real estate multifamily investor. He's the principal of Zontic Ventures. He has a pretty interesting story. He's also a realtor in New Jersey, and he used to have a W-2 employee and now he doesn't. Um, he owns about 500 plus doors in uh, multifamily real estate, and he's got a lot of insight and um, really interesting stories to tell. So I definitely want to hear his story and how he was able to transition from his W-2 job to multifamily real estate full time, which is very interesting. And every time we talk about this, it usually hits the top of the podcast list. So uh, thanks for coming on, Vlad. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. Yeah. So tell me about your story. Um, obviously, you're, you live in New Jersey. Um, what you were doing before you learned about real estate and why you're interested in it. And, and just tell me about that process. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, um, I live in Jersey and uh, I was a graphic designer. I used to uh, make billboards that you see on the side of the highway. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a cool job because uh, the the job was only five minutes away, uh, like just a few miles, the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then COVID hit, right? Mm-hmm. And everything got stopped. I got furloughed and uh, I, I didn't know what to do, right? So yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be called back. Don't know what's going to happen. And this uncertainty bothers me because I, I mean, I'm married, have two kids, three cats, mortgage. And I'm like, we need to figure out something. And uh, my wife suggested, try to be a realtor. And I'm like, but I really don't know anything about, you know, real estate or anything. I mean, I purchased a house, but that's about it. Um, And I purchased it with help of an agent. And she goes, well, yeah, try it. You never know. It's extra income. So I got called back after a few months. But that kick kick in the butt, I really needed that. you know, this uncertainty and don't know what's going to happen. So I started studying at night, uh, 70 hours you need to do to pass the test, pass the test, started selling houses. And the biggest thing, because everything was on the upswing a few years ago, economy was booming. I mean, the rates were super low. All these wholesalers were popping up all over the place. And I'm like, what is this all about? Let me see this wholesaling thing. I went to a few meetings here in Jersey and uh, learned wholesaling, started doing that in addition to being a real estate agent and have a W-2. <laughs> so, and, and then people were talking about flipping. So I started flipping a few houses here and there. So I I got really interested because there's just so much potential. Plus, it's it's really cool. It's it's really nice. You get to see different houses, get to see and speak with different people. It's exciting. Um, and ultimately, I started losing deals because I went work, right? Somebody calls me. I can't pick up the phone. 
or they say, hey, listen, why don't you stop by tomorrow at noon and I'm at work from nine to five. I can't go. And I lost a few deals this way. And uh, I remember this day. It was like Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. It was noon. I got a call that somebody just bought a house, a flip right under my nose, even though it we have an appointment to meet with the guy on Friday. And I called my wife and I'm like, I'm resigning. That's it. Just send me a resignation letter. Mm-hmm. And I resigned right away, gave my two weeks notice and 100% focused on real estate. So, mm-hmm. And then after that, we realized that you can't really scale as fast as we wanted to, uh, being just doing flips and wholesaling. So we got a rental in South Jersey in Cherry Hill. It mm-hmm. was going well, but ultimately, how many of those rentals do you really need to have passive income coming in to support your lifestyle? A lot. And they're all over the place if you figure, right? So you got a bunch of single family houses, you got to manage them, or you have to pay a property manager. So it, it it's a pain. What's the next solution? Multifamily. So we got tickets to a multifamily investors conference in Houston, went over there, and uh, my eyes were just opened. I'm like, this is amazing. People are buying these apartment complexes because I, I couldn't imagine, like, how can you buy an apartment building worth like 15 million, 50, 30, whatever it is. Well, easy, right? You team up the special things that you can do. You can do a syndication, a JV that this, you can do loan assumptions, anything you can to purchase this thing, right? Uh, and of course you got to team up with people. And after that conference, um, on, the fly, on the fly back, I said, hey, listen, we have to be in multifamily. And for that, you need education because you're dealing with just completely different type of animal here. So we got started interviewing all these mentors and uh, we joined Jake and Gino. It's a mentorship group. And uh, later on, we joined MIH, Make It Happen Mastermind as well. And now we're buying large multifamily in Texas, primarily in Dallas, Houston, Kansas, and uh, the Carolinas. So uh, in uh, last year, we got, uh, I was in four JVs and worked on actually four syndications. Well, and this year on one syndication, we closed uh, 20 days ago on 120 doors in Dallas. So it's been pretty, pretty exciting because you see that snowball just start to roll as you get the first one. So Hmm. it's really cool. Yeah, uh, that's a great story. It sounds like it's it's pretty quick your your learning process um you haven't been doing this for too too long but you it seems like you've learned a lot what would you say is was your number one um i i guess i want to say work whether it was work experience or the educational experience at the conferences um or just being in the trenches and learning as you go would you say was the most valuable in order for you to I mean, it's only like three years, and that's that's not that long. Um, yeah. So, like, what would you say really helps you get to that next level? I mean, obviously, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, teaming up with uh, people at these conferences, which is a great thing to do. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? If that's the number one thing that yeah, really I, in my opinion, number one thing, if you want to accelerate as fast as possible, is education and uh, just connections. 
Like, for example, how can me living in Jersey buy properties in Texas or Kansas, right? You need people that live there or that already buy stuff there. So as soon as I joined Jake and Gino, I immediately contacted people in Texas who actually buy stuff there. They uh, apparently had a group already formed, and uh, I was joining on their calls first I don't know, a month, I was just like a fly in the wall, didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't know NOIs and any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would talk about underwriting and I was just, you know, just completely overwhelmed by all the information because there was so much education. Uh, it's like it's like drinking out of a fire hose, right? Everything's mm-hmm. coming at you. And at the same time, I'm trying to keep up my real estate here in New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. So working as a realtor and at the same time, uh learning multifamily which is a completely different uh side of it and uh i've noticed that i was picking up things better and better i didn't know any terminology so what i did that this is a trick so i have a whiteboard next to me and i written all these abbreviations and all this terminology on a whiteboard and as i learned it I would erase one and then erase Mm -hmm. one and then erase it so that's how I and every time I look at it and I see what it is and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what that is now. So I would erase it too. So that's mm-hmm. a little trick that helped me. But I think education is one of the biggest things that you can do to accelerate. If if you want to go and uh, you don't want to spend money, and I know it, it's, it's, a matter, it's a lot of money, but ultimately one deal can offset all that uh all that investment. And at the same time, if you think about it, you're investing in yourself, in your knowledge right you're not just buying a course or something you mm-hmm. you increasing your skill you're making yourself more valuable and i understand it's not for everybody uh but um uh i think if you want to go fast and you want to accelerate that's the thing but some people are they don't have the resources or they are let's say attorneys or IT people or engineers, you know, they have another job and they don't want to leave it. They like it. I mean, they studied for years for it. Mm-hmm. You can passively invest in multifamily, mm-hmm. right? That's another way. Instead mm-hmm. of investing in 401k or, I don't know, a savings account that gives you a 2% or something, you can passively invest with us, for example, mm-hmm. in multifamily real estate, get the returns, and the tax benefits that uh, multifamily offers, and actually buy a bill. You can say, I'm a part owner. So yeah, right. that's the way. Right. No, that's great. And so you did, you had one transaction that just closed 20 days ago. So yeah. congratulations on that. And these are, you mentioned a few different states. You said Texas, Kansas, and then the Carolinas. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. And you, you have you guys have properties in all those states right now, or are those just what you, you're focusing on? No, no, yeah, properties in all the states. Those states. And which yeah. market has been the best for you so far? Um, for, for me, it, it's kind of different because in the Carolinas, I got student housing, and uh, I have um, uh, right now we're doing built to rent, so we got 19 uh, houses there. Mm-hmm. But the idea now we're going to convert them to uh, midterm rentals for uh, traveling nurses because there's a huge hospital right next to Boone. <clears throat> so we're thinking of converting those houses and actually not only helping uh, because there's a lack of uh, housing there. And at the same time, you know, it, it it's kind of a different type of thing. But I want to do Airbnb 
uh, we want to do midterm rentals. Uh, when it comes to Kansas, it's Kansas City, actually, mm-hmm. uh, we have 40 doors there and some, I think it's like five acres of land mm-hmm. uh, zoned for multifamily. So uh, there's few options we can do with the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can build it with a, or we can sell it. We can do anything we want with it. So it's we're pretty flexible. But in Texas, uh, I primarily concentrate on Dallas and Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those markets. I mean, I look in San Antonio as well. I like those markets, especially now, because if you look at the economy and uh, the whole debt and lending, how everything is, we want to be in a, I would say, safer markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, banks and lenders are pulling out of the deals because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever the reasons are. Mm-hmm. So we want to be sure to actually close not that we're going to lose money because if the deal doesn't close all the money gets returned back Mm -hmm. but it's just a process Mm -hmm. so we 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 like uh dallas and houston like we just closed in 128 doors in dallas and Mm -hmm. in uh, south dallas and before that um in november i worked in a syndication with uh, 419 doors in northeast dallas so Mm -hmm. i was uh, pretty lucky to work with an experienced team and uh, they're more than happy to uh, share their experience and knowledge with me. Yeah. And how does the um, uh, property management work? Do you have you guys have a management company that you hire? It, uh, the uh, the this current deal, it, uh, the the team, the main sponsor is vertically integrated. I mm-hmm. uh, the role that I play, I raised capital for it, and also I worked uh, I work on investor relations. So the main sponsor is vertically integrated, so they have their own property management company. The other one, we use the third-party management company. Okay, so it depends on deal-by-deal basis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So far, I worked with two operators only um, because I'm very selective and picky who I work with. We need a relationship because if you think about it, you're buying a business, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to be in business with that person or the group of people for five years at least, because mm-hmm. that's the typical whole time for a syndication. JV, even longer mm-hmm. in most cases. So you have to really know these people, right? So yeah. like, for example, if you're working for 12 hours and that person works for two hours, do you really want that person as your partner? Just think about that. So um, my current team, I mean, I know them for a year and a half. We mm-hmm. met several times. We shared stories. We, you know, had many meals together. Uh, we talk pretty much daily, mm-hmm. chat constantly. We do video calls all the time. We underwrite, I would say, five to ten deals a week. Uh, so there's a lot of going back and forth. We know each other. We know when they're going on vacation, where they're going. So we really, we we really click. Mm-hmm. We're really connected. So it took it takes some time. Vet your partners. That's very yeah. important. No, that's important. And and so what's you mentioned you have a student housing deal that you're looking to do midterm rentals for. Is that your focus for the rest of 2023? Or are you still pretty bullish on traditional long-term rental multifamily? Uh long-term rental, yeah. Multifamily is the way to go, in my opinion. Um, because few reasons. Uh, people need to live somewhere, right? So if they cannot buy a house because, let's say, the you know the rates are high, even though they're not really high, they're higher. They're mm-hmm. not high. If you if you think, I don't know, five years ago, the rates were the same. 
Like right hmm. now, uh, we got uh, agency. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. We got agency debt uh, 5.6%. Mm-hmm. We fixed it. I mean, uh, locked it for seven years. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's fine. I mean, y- you cannot compare what happened two years ago when, you know, everything was like two or three. It's mm-hmm. never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. At least I don't think so. So five is okay. It's fine. Five and a half, even six. Because ultimately, if the deal works, it works at any number. I mean, people were buying much higher rates. So if they cannot buy a house, then they're not going to go homeless. So what are they going to do? They're going to rent. They're going to have to rent. So we always, I, I, in my opinion, I look for, I look for uh, nice, steady, you know, places with a lot of growth. In my opinion, Texas is, you know, you can't beat, of course, Florida is huge. There's a lot of markets out there. You just got to do your research and stick to that market. But I I like Texas. It's a landlord-friendly state, a lot of growth, a lot of jobs coming in. There's a lot of, uh, you know, movement coming from California. A lot of people are moving there. So I we ultimately like it. Yeah, I think long-term rental, I that's just, that's just me. And I just, I do only multifamily. A lot of people... Uh, do storage and RV parks, you name it. They they do whatever. I'm focused just strictly on multifamily. Well, that's great. And Vlad, as we wrap, wrap, wrap up this podcast, how can my audience find you? Oh, yeah. I'm all over I'm social media. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I have a very unique name, Vlad Arakcheyev. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I started TikToking. I'm on Instagram. You can connect with me or you can go to zonticventures.com or just Google my name. I, I'm just going to pop up right away. But yeah, it's uh, it's very, very exciting. If Do not be afraid of multifamily. At least give it a try and see what it offers. And, and please connect with me. I'll be more than happy to make a recommendation, send you to some people that can, for example, if you're looking to invest in a different area, I can make a connection. But ultimately, uh, a lot of people might think that, how can that be, right? Because typically we target the returns of, let's say, 16, 19% IRR. And the previous deal was over 19 IRR over a five-year period. So these returns ultimately are much better, in my opinion, and safer than, for example, savings account. Or I don't know, the stocks are going up and down and you don't know what's happening with them. So it's it's the same thing as instead of keeping your money in 401k, you can invest and uh, let's say be a passive investor, uh, get the cash flow throughout the uh, five-year hold period get some tax savings, tax benefits as well, because we depreciate the building. And uh, you do uh, what you love. Let's say you have a, you have an engineer or a business person or anything like that. And at the same time, diversify into multifamily real estate. So that's another way. Awesome. Yeah. And if you liked what you heard and or saw today, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. That'll help Vlad and I get our message out to a greater audience. That's just the way the algorithm works. And we will have a link to uh, Vlad's website, Zontic Ventures, in our social media description, as well as on iTunes and all his social media. So definitely feel free to connect with Vlad. And uh, looking forward to staying in touch with you, Vlad. Thanks so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Excellent.